I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Here we go. Oops, the podcast. I'm Francis. He's Julia. Welcome back. Yeah, baby. So we were having a nice, you know, getting into our own conversation before we even started recording, and that made Chris really mad. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what the heck you guys are doing. We're I've been waiting for you, and we're already recording. They they keep asking me if I'm ready, and I said yes, and then they just talk to each other without even. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like when I think porn stars start it. fooling around before the cameras are rolling, yeah. just to <laughs> loosen up a little. You know, yeah. can't just break right in. The director's yelling. Yeah, save it for the shot, Francis. That's it. So you know, that just goes to show that Julia and I, we we like to talk to each other regardless of of whether or not the recording equipment is on we and do. the cameras are rolling. We do enjoy it. Uh, so I'm here. I think I should probably address the elephant in the room. <laughs> um, I am wearing my apres ski outfit. <laughs> because even though I haven't just finished a day on the slopes, I'm so excited about this outfit that I think that the fans at home deserve to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sometimes I'll watch us. I'll watch us. And I, I get like upset how much better you look than me. Like you just have like better posture, like your whatever you wear just like looks better on co- like on camera. I have like darker clothes. I would describe my posture as dumpy. <laughs> like I just start to dump I, into my chair as look, the episode I, goes. I, I, that's you're being harsh on yourself. <laughs> at, at, at worst, I would describe your look as grieving. Uh, very muted tones, very sort of lost a loved one, not ready to move on. Grieving. Yeah, slightly grieving, slightly grieving from Julio, but that's, I don't know about posture. My posture can be horrible. Julio, as someone who watched you for two and a half years, you don't move at all. Really? This is the one who moves. I fit. Really? Yeah, we have to like zoom out the camera because I have to like prep for him. I'm so sorry. Around. No, it's fine. I've, I've always used been to that it. way. No, I know. And I'm that's fidgety. why. I know. And that's yeah. fine. That's just, so nice to hear. You. Dad, you hear that? <laughs> Dude, when we used to sleep at Zia Tony's house, we'd be sleeping in the basement and I would just be moving around trying to sleep. And my dad would be like, do you need to keep fidgeting? Yeah. So I've grown out of it. Pop. What were you guys doing? Sleep? What was the, Why were you sleeping at Zio Tony's house? Is this like a? Is this like an Italian thing, dude? Like, like, or I don't know. I don't know what it is, but just like, go over there for dinner so dude, big that you couldn't drive home. Is that no, what it was? but dude, no, no. They lived in. They lived in New Jersey. They lived in Maplewood, New Jersey. <laughs> okay, okay. And we would go, and we would all just sleep there. And you'd sleep in the basement wherever it made sense at the time. That sounds pretty fun, actually. We'd sleep on a on a some person sleep on a couch, the other person would sleep on like a futons yeah i did that wow italy i'm not about that shit anymore bro i want to like have a bed yeah 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 i hear you dude i hear you but it was nice at the time well i want to tell you you know a little bit about the the provenance of this outfit please please (laughs) so um by the way you know you know the word provenance uh it's a term that gets thrown around in the art world a lot Dude, P.S., you have one of your fiance's hairs hanging off the bottom of your foot, and I need to pull it off. Oh, God. I wonder how that got there. We're not I, into that I think I, no, thing. no, you please resume. It's not oh, like I'm, is. you know, rubbing her head with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, continue. Uh, all right. So, pro- you know, Providence is, I think it's tracing the ownership of a good or how, ah. it, how it came, yeah, how it kind of got to, to its current owner. So it doesn't Excellent. really apply here because I just bought this shit from a store. But uh, in art, it really matters. It's like yeah. this painting was owned by this collection for 20 years and then it was sold from the... Pri- and it, it can really affect the value of the painting if, if the people who owned it are known art collectors who you totally. know are everyone knows they stored it correctly whatever it is or even from like a collection perspective right like if a if like a high profile person buys a certain artist's work that can really positively affect yeah but the don't value. take over my fact Julio. i'm gonna I, i'm You're taking over my I'm you're not, hijacking I am my not. fact i don't even know what the, i didn't know what providence meant till 30 seconds well ago. clearly you hijacked. learned it pretty quick and you're I was starting actually, to insert your own i points. was that was more of a question actually i was actually asking you <laughs> i liked the concept of hijacking a fact i had to just throw that in there you were not realize. you were not hijacking that's funny though. yeah you were fine okay continue. um all right so uh We've been talking so much about um, sort of material desires and financial <laughs> impulse, and and uh, you know I've struggled a lot with this, right? And balling, bro. Yeah, and, <laughs> just and, been and, talking and, about balling. Yeah, it's struggling to not just <laughs> say fuck it, uh, you know, and and spend irresponsibly. Figure I think, especially in these winter months, I find it you're not going out you're not getting hit with restaurant bills or like beach weekend shit so there's no there's you're not feeling that you know kind of the pinch yeah the pinch from from weekend activities or social activities as much i'm not so i i find myself like i'm I'm almost like i'm neglecting my credit cards yeah yeah. you know what i mean yeah you got to keep those points coming gotta in. Got to keep them. Got to let them breathe a little. Got to keep them lubed up. Got to got to keep them loose. <laughs> so Sierra went away for the weekend. She went to Costa Rica with her pals. Uh, you know, they were went for a girls' weekend, which was sort of a recipe for disaster. Uh, I think in general, when she leaves at this point, the hinges are want to come off. I mean, dude, you almost got the full hose too. I mean, you had a nice weekend planned. Yeah, Can so you walk us through that. Yeah, so uh, her mom came and picked up Kojai for a bit, and then therefore I'm in this cold apartment by myself. I don't want to be here. You know, there's I don't even have. I had a couple of spots, but they kept getting pushed because Chappelle was dropping in. Mm. So I'm watching my 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 few weekend spots disappear, and then out of no, then I booked. I decided to go see my family in Florida. Might as well. Flights were super cheap. You know, go down there, stay with them, not spend any money. That'll be a nice thing to do. But then within, I think, six hours of me booking flights to go see them in Florida, my agent hit me and said, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, comedian, has dropped out at uh, at Helium Buffalo. He was supposed to be headlining that weekend. Uh, I think he got COVID. So they asked me if I wanted to fill in on one day's notice. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, great. I'll do it. Um, I love the Helium Clubs. They're spectacular. I've never been to Buffalo for comedy. Uh, Sure, I'll run up there. And so I changed my Florida flight to fly from New York to Buffalo on Friday. This was all on Thursday. And then on Friday, of course, the weather was horrific. Freezing rain. Tons of rain. 
tons of snow around Buffalo, all the flights got canceled. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you change the flight with your Amex? Yeah. Incidental credit covers that, right? Well, <laughs> it's a great point you bring up. It's a great point, right? So, so it 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 could have, and I could have made. I think I could have made. You didn't select your claim. airline. No, no. Oh. I think I think what. All right. So here's how I understand it. You tell me if I have this understood correctly. It's like if you lose work or something due to a travel issue, you can claim up to like five hundred dollars insurance credit for that. Oh, interesting. And it. And I probably could do that in so, that I, because the, the Friday shows got canceled because I couldn't get there. So, oh, okay. So, so you, I made less money. Got it. And I I also couldn't drive because the roads were so bad. Yeah. So I, there was no way for me to get to Buffalo. Um, And so I all the Friday shows got canceled. People transferred their tickets, but a, a few people couldn't make it. And they had tickets for Friday. They were sad they couldn't come. So I felt bad. But then I just ended up flying up on Saturday morning, did the two Saturday shows, and then flew home on Sunday and was nice. only in Buffalo for like 24 hours. Great. But it was, I don't know about that credit card question. I, I'm, I'm curious about that. If someone has an answer out there, please message us. If, okay, well, I'll tell you. If you paid to change it, if you if if it was on your selected airline that you have for your incidental credit, you would be covered for $200. Oh. You get a statement credit. I didn't. My, I chose United for that one. Got it. Got because it. on United, I'm always getting hit with baggage fees and yeah. Wi-Fi shit, whatever. And yeah, so, same actually. I did yeah. the same thing. Yeah, clever. I felt like, and I fly United a lot, so I felt like there, that was where I would rack up the most. By the way, when they say incidentals, they're talking about like if you buy one of those snack boxes off the yeah. beverage cart or Wi-Fi may not count. By the way, for real, you need to check if it's that's. If, not, I know it does because it, I got the credit back. Okay, so this is but this is how it works. If it's provided by the airline itself, it's covered. If it's provided by a third party, which often it can be, it is not covered. Damn, look I, at Julio. I know. I read the fine print. He's got this, this guy's a lawyer this is our, this of disguise our- <laughs> over here. He's passed the bar in airline <laughs> perks. Love that. Love that. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like "Ooh, that's pretty and also it's our podcast and there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Where were we? I went to Buffalo. Yes. Which was awesome, dude. Buffalo is a sick fucking city. And can I say something really controversial? Sure. It made me want to be a Bills fan. Oh, wow. The Bills are a great franchise. The Bills are an awesome franchise. Football has those kind of... It's kind of unique to football. Universally, it's a universally respect. It's the class of the league, I think. The Bills. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have scandals that I don't know about that would, would make me sound very ignorant in saying that. But in my impression, there's no team. Ev- everyone likes the Bills. Yeah. And dude, it's their, only, it's their only like major team. I know they have the Sabres too, right? They have the but Sabres like, and then they have an, a box lacrosse team that people show up for. Really? 
Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that makes sense. But like, yeah, like football has like, you know, like the Packers, you know what I mean? Like this kind of random Buffalo isn't random, but like as far, it's not like a major city. Yeah. I think people yeah. like the Packers less because they've been so good for so long. Right. That, right. But the bills were so bad for so long and now they're finally good and they've got this stud quarterback that everyone likes and then they lost lost the best football game of the last 10 years. So they've got that sort of sympathy. Like, when I was a kid too. Remember they got to the Super Bowl like a few times or something. Yeah. And like lost, lost or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, Dope. I, I guess my, I guess my, my question is, look, people are always asking me like, who's your team? What teams do you support? I don't, I can't really say that I have a football team. Do Pavone ask me this? It's funny that people are just asking you this. He's like, what's Francis's team, buddy? Wait, what? <laughs> I swear he called me. Weird? I was like, I don't think he has one, but I'm not sure. I don't really have a football team. You know, it, it, it's weird. I, I guess technically uh, I would say that I'm a Giants fan if I had to, to mark a ethnicity of football right <laughs> it's like you gotta put down something what's your religion i don't yeah. know i haven't really been practicing I, technically i'm a giants fan because my family's my, both my parents are from new jersey my dad was a big giants fan is a big giants fan we imported that allegiance when we moved to maine when i was four but you grow up in the heart of patriot nation yeah, totally. as they're starting to win all these super bowls in my early years, I did find myself going with the flow and being an avid Patriots Why fan. Why not? Why not? What a but great then franchise. I kind of like switched back to being a Giants fan because yeah. my dad, I realized my dad was more important to me than a bunch of you know people that I was going to high school with or whatever. <laughs> so then I switched back to being a Giants fan and then I felt like, oh man, now I'm just flip-flopping and I would, I would, I switched back before the Super Bowls. I have to make that note. So I was, I was rooting for the Giants when they were playing the Patriots and beat them. Okay. But now it's like I can't even really justify why I follow these teams anymore. Dude, I told him I was like, whoever the money's on, brother. Yeah, and <laughs> and I kind of want a team, and I, I feel a little bit like I'm spinning a globe, and my land, my fingers just landing on Buffalo. Oh, that's fun. But I, I listen. I feel very fraudulent in in saying that. And why? You went to the town because this and you is loved how people it? end up with like I'm a fan of the Packers, the Yankees, the University of Texas. Dude, I respect those people. No. You want to know why? Because it's like so much more like sophisticated and like it's a it shows like evolution and globalization. If you're just like I'm from here, and I'll, that's why I like my fucking team. Yeah, but but dude, I would have no problem if someone was like, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I'm a, you know, a Tampa Bay Devil Rays fan. I'm a, a I don't know, a Anaheim Ducks fan and whatever. Like, because then you're, you're not just picking the, the winning teams. But typically I find that the people who have that crazy tapestry of oh, right. fandom they like all the good it's teams. like all the team i'm a lakers yankees yeah that's, my, know, that's my dad packers dude. fan that's my dad it's like you just you just chose whichever ceilings had the most banners my dad's a lakers yankees patriots fan <laughs> <laughs> i almost feel like it's fine because he's an immigrant like i <laughs> 
he has more claim to just be like, I moved to America. I want the, the greatest wealth of resources they have, and my fandom is going to align. That's hilarious. Give he me- did grow up in the Bronx, but yeah, the Lakers complete random. Yeah. Dude, I change my teams all the time. Like, I was a Lakers fan growing up because of my dad. Then I was like, all right, do I actually like the Lakers? No. All right, I guess I'm going to be a Knicks fan. Yeah. But now I just feel that they're so disrespectful to their fans as a franchise that I've decided <laughs> to turn my back on them. Mm. And like, dude, I'm, I'm a, I have a wandering eye for a new team. I now am a teamless man. Uh, what does that say about me? I do not have a single team that I root for. This man has no people. He has no, no people. home. But that means you can go to any game and root for any team you want. And there's, 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 there's freedom in that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I don't have to be, dude, fucking... We were watching uh, the when Tampa Bay played. Who that was that amazing game? They played the Rams. Uh-huh. Uh, I was with Chris actually, yeah. and <laughs> I was with I was Ryan and I were texting. <laughs> the uh, Dan, fucking Danny Palmer shows up, dude, in this like bright red Tampa Bay Buccaneers shirt. He looked like a vo- like a Red Cross volunteer yeah, from like I a bet. Dis- who wears something that loud. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. What is this shirt you're wearing? He's like a fucking you look like an attention idiot, to dude. himself. Yeah. Um, but you're a Bills fan now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to be. And I, I, I think they would have me. Here's something. Here's what. Because you, I do the shows, right? And I had, I told a joke, which, first of all, there was apparently, I didn't know this, there was a Bills player in the show, oh, in the sick. crowd. Cool. And I he? said, uh, it was the, the long snapper, Reed Ferguson. Love it. And I didn't know this until after, but I said, uh, uh I said this, by the way, like 75% of the way through my set. I said, um, I said, uh, I went to Niagara Falls today. That's great. I hadn't been in many years, but it was freezing. So I didn't stay long. Only about 13 seconds. Most people would say that's enough time, but you guys know that's enough time. Because 13 seconds was how much time was left on the clock oh, when the Bills scored that's good. That's good. and then kicked off. Oh, to the good. Chiefs and lost the game and lost the and and then they came down the field in two plays and kicked a field goal to put it in overtime and then lost. Oh my god! And this was like a week ago, That's so it's funny. still quite sore. That's good, dude. And I was very nervous to tell the joke. Uh, and they kind of like roundly booed, but with good favor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I quickly was like, I was nervous to tell that joke, and they were right back on my side. And I have a, I'll probably post it as a clip because it was funny. But, That's great. Uh, if I'd known that the Bills player was in the audience, I probably would have tried to to talk to him. Although maybe he wouldn't have liked that. Did you actually go to Niagara Falls? No. Is it close? It's not close there, is it? It's not far. Is, is it really? Probably like fifteen twenty minute Uber from downtown. No way. I get really disoriented with upstate New York. I was looking at the map the other day, and it was like fucking with me. I think we've talked about this on the pod, but no. like I had I didn't realize that. Yeah, no. Buffalo is so much farther west than I would think. Totally. Uh, cause everything, mo- typically my travel up New York is just straight North totally. going up North, but you got to go way across. I mean, if you're driving, you're cutting through huge swaths of Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's wild there. It's like West. Yeah. Yeah. It is fucked up. Gee, I'm still on the athletic greens cr- kick. AG life, dude. I'm loving it, man. It's the way I start my day. It's really nice. I like to have it with it before I've had anything else empty stomach so that I can really seep into mm. all the corners of my soul. No, you're talking. Yeah. Sierra will shake it up a little bit for me in my nice athletic greens container and then bring it to me in bed. It's a very nice thing yeah, she does. That's very for me. sweet. The problem is she doesn't really have the forearm strength 
to really shake all the clumps into a perfect <laughs> dissolved solution. So once she gives it to me, I wait for her to go out so I don't make her feel bad, and then I shake you it give myself. The finishing touch. Shake it all the way home, and then I chug it. Dude, Hillary does that for me too, by the way. She okay, will, it's she, not a competition. I'm just saying, she'll prepare me athletic greens. I I haven't thought about the clumpage. But, yeah, I can't have the clumps. But that is, uh, it's cute that both of our girls yeah, are Yeah, you know, class. Athletic Greens is awesome. I feel much more clear-headed. It's, uh, I know it's doing good things for who I am as a person. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, uh, and whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Say that mm-hmm. five times fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really lifestyle-friendly, like whether you eat kind of keto, paleo, vegan, any of that stuff, it fits in with all those uh, dietary restrictions. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting really good. It does taste really good. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. And uh, like, however way you look at it, <laughs> the Athletic Greens resume is like pretty bulletproof. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of good stuff. Uh, not to mention the fact that they have 7,000 five-star reviews. Holy smokes. That's a lot. Of, it's recommended by professional athletes. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good stuff. That's right. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and your immune system, army immune system, with a convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, guys, is visit athleticgreens.com oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance but dude the only time i've actually been to buffalo this is some like starting out in comedy shit i took a bus to toronto to do gigs wow and i just like that's long by doing the flight it would have made me it would have made me not make any money Mm -hmm. and like i just wanted to be a working comedian yeah so i was like i'm gonna take a bus (laughs) and there we we stopped in buffalo for a while and that was it I have taken the bus, but I have taken it from, um, this is, this is similar. I once took a bus from, I think it was like Syracuse area to Toronto. Okay. To then get on a plane and fly to Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, sick. This tiny little town in, in Ontario. Is it like a ski thing? No, we we have a our, my my, fam, my dad's side of the family has had this cabin on oh. this on Lake Ontario. Sick. We used to go to all the time. It's awesome. Every summer, and I haven't been in years, but it's like a, an amazing place. Super remote. There's no cars. It's all islands. Oh my so you God. get everywhere by boat. That's far. That's fucking dope. It's rustic. It's nice. Anyway, <laughs> it's rustic. It's nice. That so yeah, I mean, we didn't have like plumbing there was no plumbing wow and gas lamps crazy so okay i'm all over the place right now vest yeah (laughs) well let me finish the buffalo bills thought because i first of all then after the shows i went and had a a, you know people came and hung in the sort of at the bar that was attached to the club helium buffalo by the way i might even say it's top three comedy club i've ever performed at wow it it is i mean they crush it there it was the crowds were fantastic the staff was amazing and can't speak highly enough of of helium buffalo sick and all the heliums but that one in particular um and then uh so we go and we have this is how cold buffalo is 
all of the beer taps in the bar had been shut off. And I said, why is all the beer shut off? And they said all the tap, all the lines froze. Oh my God. From the kegs to the taps, oh all the lines God. froze. So they were only able to serve beer out of the refrigerators. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. And I was like, she was like, this is what happens when you live in Buffalo. And, it, you know, this is a city whose identity and sense of happiness is so utterly tethered to the performance of its football team. Um, everyone you talk to has season tickets. Really? They go to every game. How big is the stadium? 80,000. Jesus. And, you know, they a, b- a bunch of these people bought them three or four years ago when the bills were bad and it wasn't hard. Smart. And now you can't get them. Damn. But, you know, these are young people, 25, 30. They got season tickets. They go to every game. Bills are good. Dope. And they say it's just so much fun. You go with your wife, you start drinking beers, you tailgate with all your friends, you go to the game. Bills are good. How fun fun. does that sound? Sounds really fun. And this is a happy city. It it is a city of people that seems very content with what they're doing. There's a good food scene. You know, it's not expensive at all. Uh, Realist, really? I mean, you can buy, I looked, I go pull up Zillow. Everywhere I go, I pull up Zillow. (laughs) <laughs> and you can buy the nicest house in town for 800 grand really i mean i'm talking mansion sick. yeah love it um so super super sick love buffalo good people you know who's not happy in buffalo the uber drivers really the immigrant uber drivers why do they get treated poorly they are it's too cold ah uh, they don't they like from? it bangladesh mm. uh you know india pakistan i took a few ubers talked to a bunch of drivers and they were like i I came here and it it was a huge mistake and i'm leaving next year to go to orlando oh my god dude it's too cold for me dude by the way you know that the that bangladesh is what stumped the jeopardy champion is that right i forget which one what her name was uh ryan you think you check this out there was a final jeopardy and it was like which of the top 10 most populated countries ends in an h and she couldn't Oh wow! She couldn't get it. Interesting, but yeah, that makes me think of Bangladesh now. Yeah, um, but dude, I always find that interesting when like warm weather faring people settle in a kind of colder place. Yeah, I mean, I think Minnesota um, has a big population. Yes, it too, does of Somalis. Yes, yeah, which is like warm weather how, all year. Yeah, how would you figure that they would have picked it? You know, as yeah. a place to settle. Um. It, it is very Maine. Maine does too, by the way. Maine is a huge sort of northeast African immigrant Interesting. population. So crazy, man. Um, and it's freezing. <laughs> Ryan, what's up? Her name is Amy Schneider. Amy Schneider. Got it. Got it. Bangladesh. Got All right. Got so to, to finish this thought, I mean, it was fascinating to talk to Uber the Uber drivers who were just like, "Yeah, I'm leaving. I can't stand it." Here. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, but everyone else who lives there seems happy. They know what they signed up for, and they're not. Bu- I mean, dude, it snows a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of snow on the ground. Yeah, like anytime it's raining hard here, it is dumping snow. Yeah, in Buffalo. to the to the extent <laughs> that when you cross the street, you have to. In order to get off the street and onto the sidewalk, you have to step in the footholes that have been made in the snowbank <laughs> yeah. 
to get to the sidewalk, which oh is sort God. of plowed or whatever. Crazy. But but you're sinking in. You know, someone has to break ground. Yeah. And you hope that person's wearing boots and Gore-Tex pants. Because <laughs> otherwise it will seep into their are. boots and then they'll be unhappy. So Hillary made this point once. She's from Chicago, um, which kind of has like a notorious winter. And she was always saying how at the time she didn't really think much about it because it comes down to just you have to be prepared. If you are prepared and you have the proper gear and protocol in place and you know what you're doing, winter is not a big deal. And some of the Canadian people that I know say the same thing. Interesting. And I find that to be very interesting. Yes, but there is also something to be said for having to gear up just to step outside. That was my response. Which, where it will deter you from getting fresh air. Yeah, like I'm not anywhere near being ready to have that be part of my routine. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I can't live somewhere colder than here. I don't think ever again. This is as far as you'll go. This is as far as I'll go. Mm. Boston's too cold for me. I love Boston, but like as far as like living in a place year round, I'm happy to visit a cold place. I just can't live there. Can't do it. Yeah. I know that that like everybody fucking like that said everyone ever. Yeah. But like, yeah. Quick shout out. We oops. The podcast will be coming to Boston to city winery March 24th. Hot off the press. Go to, well, I'll definitely have it on my website, so I'll just say francisellis.com. Also, probably the Oops Instagram main account. We'll have the ticket link. Oops, will have the link. Uh, It'll be on this my will website, sell too. Out, this is going to sell out so fast that you won't even be able to blink. So, City Winery, our favorite uh, stomping grounds. We're running it back up in Boston. For the good people of Boston, you've been asking. We will come. Oops, the podcast, March 24th, two days prior to my birthday. Amazing live show baby amazing i'm looking forward to that dude yeah it's gonna be sick that's gonna be great dude so my mom was telling me a story about how when she had covid one of her five cats which you all now know that she has and i shouldn't say her cats they're the family cats saying they're her cats make her sound like a cat lady or something which she is not um but one of the family cats panucci got very very stressed out that she wasn't around and it started affecting panucci's health panucci's mental health was affected, which is crazy. That was a crazy story. It's like, wow, like anybody who see cats are not compassionate or are sort of, they have this bad reputation, which I don't appreciate. So I thought that story was really sweet. But that kind of stuff maybe might be kind of obvious, but sometimes their internal health is not as obvious as far as just the way that their body's working. And that's why I think Pretty Litter is a, a very interesting product that actually allows you to track the health of your cat. Uh, to me, that's like mind blowing that that exists. The litter will actually change colors to indicate if and when your cat is feeling ill or is literally ill and needs to be tended to when you might as when you might not uh, otherwise notice. So I think that's super interesting. Pretty litter helps keep our cat healthy, our cats, uh, and it keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com. Use code OOPS for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash OOPS for 20% off. Okay, and now to get back to, so I, I I don't know. Someone let me know if I'm allowed to just summarily become a Bills fan. <laughs> I think, I wonder if Bills fans would have me or if it'll be other fans that will have issue with that. Bro, come on down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fucking get in there. And dude, I'll tell you what, Buffalo's Negroni country. Is it? I mean, I can't think of something nicer on a cold winter night than a fire and a Negroni. <laughs> yeah, but... 
But that doesn't mean that Buffalo is Negroni country. <laughs> There's always an emerging like bar scene in all of these kind of like yeah. smaller cities where like you can get a really good beer and a really good cocktail. Okay. And like the bartenders care. I okay. They're psyched. But I didn't um the way you said it made me think they're known for their Negronis. <laughs> And all it is is that it's just cold enough there to make Negronis enjoyable. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I drank 10 Negronis last weekend, by the way. Did you on one night or two nights? No, two nights. And by the way, my dad will call me and be like, yeah, yeah. So uh, I learned a lot about you from listening to your podcast. He's like, he's like, I'm a little concerned because you said like how much you just absolutely love drinking. (laughs) And I was like, I know, dad, but I feel like I have a healthy relationship with alcohol. And I think this could, again, be like an immigrant thing. Like, they don't understand drinking at all. Like, yeah. so they think that if you drink liquor, you're, you're an alcoholic who Come like on. falls down. Right? My parents think that. To the point where I'll, like, tell my girlfriends, I'll be like, don't talk about casual drinking of liquor or taking shots in front of my parents because mm. they don't understand it. And you'll be labeled as a heavy drinker for the rest of your tenure Oof. in the family. Because mm. they just don't get it. Yeah, and I tried to explain it to him. Can't teach an old dog new tricks, dude. Nope, they are set in their ways. Um, Chris, what's up? Chris has. I I love when Chris has an Italian. Do what are your family parties like? Do people like drink a lot? Like you all have wine, and and then no one gets drunk. Have a little bit of wine. Not a single person touches a bottle of liquor. Yeah. What about beers? Not even. No. That maybe, but like during, I haven't no, seen. I'd a say beer. only during the summer for us when it's. Or like if there's like hot. extra people over who aren't part of the family, yeah. and those are the guys who drink the beers. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Classic. Well, um, okay. I still haven't told you about the vest. Okay. <laughs> it's just been like it's like a Seinfeld episode. Homer's Odyssey. We'll never get there. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I find that that's always a good sign. Yeah. When we can't get to the top, well, we keep finding things along the way. <laughs> <laughs> little nuggets to to explore it's like playing zelda dude yeah you can't even get to the mission because you find a side mission so that's buffalo loved buffalo loved the people there like the vibe it honestly made me think this was a place i could live Sick. uh someday it's just not that easy to get they don't really have flights to everywhere honestly oh yeah you'll you be know. connecting yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Well, dude, hopefully if you move there, you'll be on some Chappelle shit where you like have a compound and you have a PJ that just takes you wherever. That would be, that would make things easier. <laughs> yeah, it sure would. All right. So I come back from Buffalo where I had been expecting to, uh, you know, I had been expecting to be in Florida, but instead I went to Buffalo and made money, stayed at a Hampton Inn. No problem. Didn't have any problem with that. Hampton Inn, perfectly fine. I find that the Hampton Inn has a wide range of quality too. Like yeah. you might stay at a nice one, or you might not stay at a nice one. No, I stayed. At, I stayed at a fine Hampton Inn, and it, I okay. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm, I'm I, I didn't you know flew crappy seats on my Delta flight. It's nothing. It's a 50 minute flight. Who gives a shit? Flight was cheap. Didn't eat anything fancy. Just went and did my work. Picked up my check. Went to bed. And then flew home the next day. And I got back and I thought, man, you know, I'm now I'm back alone in the apartment. Sierra's not even coming home till Tuesday. And now I'm, I've got more money than I thought I was going to have. <laughs> what should I do? What should I do that I haven't done in a while? I know. 
I'll go shopping. Yeah. Dude, I haven't gone shopping with the intention of shopping. Right. Did you did you buy this in person? Yeah. Oh wow. Big boy. Big boy moves. Dude, when was the last time you went shopping into a store in New York City? I'll tell you. It was the fall of twenty nineteen. What? This is the last time I went. How do you know that? Because I remember because it was it was the first time I had done it in probably five years. It's a weird thing, I, you know, because back in the day, you'd think, oh, I need back to school. I got to yeah. go. We got to go shopping. We're going with the with the express purpose of going to multiple stores to pick up things you need, all that. Totally. I thought to myself, I live near uh, New York City. I haven't I haven't gone shopping in New York. Yeah. So here's what I needed. I needed one thing, which was some flannel lined pants. Oh, shit. They make those? Bro. <laughs> Bro. You need to get yourself some warmer pants. Yeah, I think you're right. It's been cold. I know. And your legs get cold. Yeah. It's not enough to just have a warm jacket. You need pants that are that are lined. And I think that I don't even notice that, but once I had them, I'd be like, oh, whoa. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly it for Crazy. really cold days. So I thought, okay, I got to get, my, gotta get myself some flannel lined pants. I don't even know where I'm going to go. But I first, first I went and got a haircut, which, you know. I mean, you want to talk about setting yourself up to to spend a lot of money. If you if you go shopping with a clean chop, forget oh, about it. Forget about it. It's <laughs> as bad as like drinking before you go shopping. <laughs> so I'm going into these stores feeling like a million bucks. And the first one I went to, Paragon Sports, oh, went to look for some flannel lined pants. Did you find him? No luck. No luck. It's a great store. It is a great store, but they've been clearly hit by Supply staffing chain? staffing shortages. Oh, okay. Cause there's not, I don't know. Everything feels depleted in there. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't find anything in there that I liked. Uh, and so I left, but then right across the street was a Filson. You ever heard of Filson? No. It's kind of like a Western themed, more rugged outdoorsy type LL Bean. That's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy. You know, kind of cowboy LL Bean. This is on Broadway. Yeah. Okay. Right across the street. And I went in there and you know, the, 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 the sea, the skies parted. <laughs> And so I found myself some flannel lined pants, but I also found another pair of pants, which I got, and they had a waffle, but it was a women's waffle, but I got a double XL women's shirt. How do you feel about waffle? Like a textured, you know, shirt. Oh, so it's like, it's like tight squares. It's not just like a flannel. It's, it's got. If you rubbed your hand on it, you'd say, "Oh, that, that's not flat." Oh, <laughs> Whoa. oh shit! Okay, Ryan pulled it up. I know exactly what it is. Yeah, Come that on. that's a that's a that's more of like a sweater. I don't know if I would call that a waffle. You've seen a waffle oh. before. Okay, they make waffles in Henleys. Yeah, okay, that's yes, a, that's yes, a waffle. Yes, 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 yes. So I got. Uh, but how do you they didn't have it in men's but they i got the double xl women's waffle it's very chic of you bro well how do you feel about buying women's clothes that are just as long as it's big and fits you it's fine i will say what hillary says when she does an impression of me and her impression of me is yo that shit is hard (laughs) (laughs) that's how i feel about it. cool yeah that was i did feel hard (laughs) buying this women's thing I was happy to have it. <laughs> Felt hard. Is that right? Am I getting that right, Chris? Chris is almost vomiting in discomfort Chris from the way Gen that I'm Z saying that. Chris is Gen Z shaming you, dude. Yeah, That's that right. shit goeth hard. 
<laughs> Goeth. So I'm now coming out of Filson. By the way, they had another they had another sort of uh, flannel coat that I liked, mm-hmm. but was expensive, and I walked away from it. Well done. So again, these are all these are all just pieces that are adding fuel to the fire that I don't see coming. You were ready to strike. Well, as soon as you you've got you 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 have a weekend where you thought you were going to go do something, but instead you went and worked and made money. You're all alone. Your 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 significant other's not with you for days. You're bored, right? You've told yourself you're going shopping, so you're already primed. Right. And then you go into a store and you exercise restraint in the first two stores. The, the all the things I bought at that store were like not that expensive. Sweet. And so and and the one thing I thought was really nice that I kind of wanted, I was like, eh, I don't really need it. That's too expensive. So now I'm like patting myself on the back for being a, a good boy. Yeah. You know, you 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 really held back. Good job. Good job, friends. And then I went down into Soho. And I rode a city bike there. So again, saving money. Wow. Was it not freezing? It was freezing and, and you, raining. Did you have your <laughs> and you have I, your lined pants on? No, I didn't put them on yet. I wish Jesus. I had. But I rode my city bike down into Soho and I'm walking around. And my intention was to go into, you know, I was kind of thinking I, I, all of this is to buy shit potentially for this awesome ski trip that I'm about to embark on. Which, by the way, I'm taking with two of my, there's the, the three of the friends are joining us. It's me. Sierra, a couple that we're very close with, and then a, a, another friend, a guy who's just an awesome dude and has no problem kind of fifth wheeling. Doesn't even like, you know, affect him. Do I know him? You might have met him before. Oh. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. But and I know that we talked about the, who the couple is, right? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Point is, these three people that we're going with are probably three of the, I don't know, eight most attractive people I've, I know. <laughs> They are they are so good looking, all these people, and they are successful and they dress well. And there has been so much hype in our group chat about the Apre ski scene. It's awesome. Dude, have you ever used HelloFresh? I have. Um wow. big fan. I'll tell you what I love about it. Yeah. When I go to the grocery store to buy groceries, I don't have a like, hmm, I'm gonna make this recipe this time. I don't do that. No. I make six things. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to make that. And then I'm just going to walk around more and end up buying a bunch of shit that I don't need. That's it. HelloFresh makes you step outside of what you know and what's basic and boring and actually allows you to experiment a little without it being difficult or scary. Dude, I made rock shrimp tempura. Look at like, you. Over rice. All things that I had never prepared for. I'd never cooked rice in my entire life. Wow. I made I made shrimp tempura, bro. That's it. And, and it's not like it's frozen shrimp tempura that you heat up. You mm-hmm. have to cook it still. But they give you every single item that you need. I made yeah. some kind of fettuccine Alfredo situation. They literally will provide you with a roux to mm. make sauce. Wow. You now have a roux. You're cooking with a roux. Need the roux. Julio Gallarati. If you guys don't know what HelloFresh is, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Yeah, offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, plan size, or skip a week to whenever you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, go to HelloFresh.com slash oops16 and use code oops16, that's oops one six for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Uh, that's oops, uh, HelloFresh.com slash oops16, use code oops16. 
Uh, this stuff's amazing. You got to check it out. Now this this apres ski thing. Let's let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> so, had you heard of apres ski? Well, like when was the first time you heard of that? Okay, so term? I think the first I. The first time I became familiar with the idea of it is Dumb and Dumber. Did they talk about it in that? There's just a big après skiing. It's kind of like spoof. Like like Lloyd and Harry show up to Aspen. Yeah. Decked out. And like guys who who came into money who didn't know how to do it right. Yeah. And like, uh, what the fuck's her name? Lauren Holly? Is that the actress's name? Uh, Sw- Mary Swan- Swanson. That, that's her name. That's the that's the character's name. I would. I'm surprised you. I'm name? surprised you knew the actress. I mean, name. she she was my like holy grail at the time. Lauren Holly, thank you. I was like sixth grade. I didn't really understand attraction yet, mm-hmm. but I just knew that I thought she was hot. Wow. And I was also really triggered by when you're about to see her topless, and then it's just headlights of the oncoming car. Yeah. <laughs> That was a triggering moment for me. So mm-hmm. I became familiar with the idea of it then. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the actual term après ski, I was like, oh, this actually is a thing. And it kind of sank in probably when I was around college age and I started hanging with people who went out west skiing. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So it is, you know, a French term. Yeah. And it literally means after ski. And it has become something that has been. I guess adopted here in America where people who go skiing out West almost want to put as much emphasis on the apres ski party scene as the skiing itself, which is what they do in Europe, right? The idea is you get up, you go ski, you know, a few hours, you stop for a long lunch around one o'clock and then you're pretty much done for the day. So let me ask you this. Is there like a drink where if you were to be ordering it, Brent would be like, that's a piker move. <laughs> like, is there a drink? In that price Yeah. Is there a move? That, is there a drink that you're not supposed to be ordering? Like if I were to go and order like a margarita, is that like a fucking, is that like not the move? Ironically, the, the, the number one apres ski spot in Telluride, their drink is a margarita. the margarita. Crazy. Because so they what, have a ski, they have a, a thing called ski beach. Where it's oh, a bunch fun. of colorful chairs set up on the snow, facing the sun, and everyone drinks margaritas. Is that supposed to be like Nikki Beach, but for skiing kind of situation? That sounds probably. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's like that uh, Slim Aaron's photo that everyone knows. Uh, I don't know if I know. It's but from I, like I, the nineteen seventies. Everyone's dressed in colorful shit, and they're on a ski mountain. But clearly, they're there to have more of a party time than than to get their turns in love it love it i just googled the number one apres ski drink and it is the negron ski what 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 are you saying that is pretty cool what is the negron ski is it any different than a negroni i think it's just a playful word for negroni oh Oh, buddy, you go skiing. Come Bro, aboard. We got I room say? for uh, what I say. We got room for one or two more. Oh my god! Got to bring the cost of the Airbnb down. <laughs> I'll be at the bar, boys. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. Okay, so we'll be drinking Negronis. By the way, you say you had ten Negronis. I read Negronis really aren't that uh, crazy in terms of their alcohol content. Really? That's good to hear because it's <laughs> it's gin, obviously, but then the Campari and the Vermouth, right? Isn't yeah. that what it is? Are, are only they're not crazy abv 
So here was my thought about that. I was unclear to me if somehow the ABV sort of like aggregated. Oh, if they accelerate each yeah, other. Yeah, if that's somehow because or, or not because like with a gin, with like a gin and soda by adding two different alcohols, like are you just putting the same amount? Of all three of those that you would have put of gin in the gin and soda, thus making it less alcoholic. So, or by adding more, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. So think of this, right? So a martini is is vodka or gin and vermouth, but it's predominantly vodka or gin. Got that it. is the the more stiff the the, the the ingredient they're pouring more of. Whereas a Negroni is, I think, just about equal parts. Okay. You know, of okay. those three things, and it's like cutting your Got it. most hard alcohol with other stuff got it good to know um <laughs> yeah i don't want to wanna, i don't want you to think oh these are <laughs> i could double how many of these i drink kool-aid brother yeah. so okay <laughs> back to the vest somehow <laughs> <laughs> we're still not there so you're ready to rock well it. i'm i'm going with these people and 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 you know sierra's obviously gorgeous and i'm thinking to myself like okay I I want to keep up with with these folks. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to have some ball and ass outfits. Mm-hmm. I know that there's more excitement for the après scene than there is for the avant scene <laughs> or the pendant, oh. the during, <laughs> the during pendant ski, <laughs> like the during the ski. So uh, I'm I'm thinking, okay, I got to get something, got to get something real sick, and that's kind of what I was on the hunt for going down into Soho. And a part of me thought, okay, I'm on the hunt for a cool Western shearling type coat. Something with some fur and some leather mm-hmm. that will blend with the mountain. You know, it's going to be warm, but will also fit the vibe of this Western preserved old gold miners ski town. Mm-hmm. Right. And I went to like the, the Ralph Lauren store, but None of, all the shit in there was too expensive. And again, I walked out with restraint. Well done. And at this point, you could have you could have come up to me and said, Hey dude, wanna invest a hundred thousand dollars in my you know burgeoning cocaine business and I might have I might have jumped at the chance. You're ready. I was hot to trot. <laughs> my credit card was pleading with me to be taken out it was begging it was itching my pockets were itching so i walked into moncler Mm, yeah baby moncler you descended down those stairs you're a moncler bro i have a monk you got the monk i have a monk do you want to tell the story of your monk i was given it must be nice it was nice that's a hell of a gift it wasn't even a gift it was a hand-me-down Wow. Uh, from somebody who had bought a bunch of coats and they're like, do you want this? And I was like, yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I do, but I've never, I've never bought one. So I'd so. never, I'd never bought anything from there either. A friend of mine is a big fan. It's all really expensive. I even posted on Instagram a story not long ago asking if anyone out there happened to know someone who worked there. And could help me sort out a discount because that's how I, you know, got my watch. And I had no luck. I had no bites, which just made me want it even more. Yeah. You know, if it's that exclusive that nobody's even going to be able to help me. 
But going to the store, I mean, the store is is a it's a Venus flytrap in and of itself. The way the yeah. whole thing is set up, it's, it's like cool. the lighting and the staging and the way that the clothes are presented and the people and just, you know, it's one of those stores that's so sick that the security guard has to unlock the front door to let you in. <laughs> yeah. You're like, are you guys closed? <laughs> He's like, no, come on in. All right. <laughs> Jesus. So you go in and you start looking around. I don't even know what I'm really looking for. I'm just browsing. And I start thinking, okay, I want something that people are going to (laughs) remember. And I'm looking at, you know, all kinds of crap. And I stumble upon this bright orange, shiny, hooded Moncler vest that I'm wearing. And I'm thinking, well, that's, that's it. There it is. That's the one right there. Shining like a beacon. As, that's as bright and as loud as you can go. People, the locals at Telluride are going to fight me for wearing <laughs> this. And I'm going to have to tell them I only wear it because, uh, you know, uh, I typically wear it only in hunting season <laughs> to prevent being mistaken from, from a doe. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I had the idea to pair this with a, a white cable... Uh, turtleneck sweater again leaning into the douchebaggery of it all that's very festive of you man yeah and i i bought the uh i bought the vest that's fun i feel like it's a fun thing to i've learned this from hill dog it's a fun thing to sort of like uh, uh prepare for a big weekend by yes. like finding good like good shit to wear yes instead of just throwing it all in your suitcase pa- shopping for a trip is fun fun. yeah it's not something i used to do and now i've started doing it this is fun um and so i bought the vest and here's the part i didn't even tell you prior to christmas sierra had told me that she i think we talked about this wanted a a coat yes uh and she gave me a range i did not get her one of those coats and i said you know we said we've got a big year coming up expensive yada yada wedding let's save our money and we bought you know I got her something that was functional for the apartment, some speakers. And uh, that's not exactly a sexy gift. I got her some speakers and also a, a mug that stays keeps your coffee hot. Very nice. Yeah, fine. I think house, household items are actually a romantic gift. That's especially true. for people who haven't lived together long. That's true. Um, but uh, the the (laughs) she had sent me a photo she'd gone with her mom to a store and she'd found a moncler coat at the store not moncler and she sent me a picture of it with it on and was like i'm obsessed but it was a dream cut it was way too expensive she was never gonna buy it for herself and so i always had this in the back of my mind that Mm. this coat that she had and i kept looking for it was always sold out of her size so finally i went into moncler right and I'm thinking about I'm going to buy this orange vest for myself. And I'm like, well, I can't buy myself something from Moncler knowing that she has wanted this thing. And I'm going to, it's almost like her wanting that is what put me on to this. So I had that guilt and I asked if they had that coat in her size. They said they did. And I bought her that. Whoa, whoa, doggy. This, this is where it's like, it's all a right. party. You know, when it rains, it pours. The wound is open. I might as well, you know, increase the blood flow just to just to die out quicker. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes where you're like, you've broken the seal of spending and yeah. you're like, fuck it. We'll deal with this next weekend. Yeah, I'll absolutely. find a way. I'll sell something. I'll get another job. <laughs> well, dude, it's good. It's good to go big or go home. You know what I mean? Like you hadn't been shopping much and you went out and you let her rip, dude. I really let it rip. As, uh, as another Brent phrase, make hay when there's hay to be made. Otherwise, stay in the barn. <laughs> Classic Brent. <laughs> Classic Brent. The soothsayer that he is. Um, dude, that's really fucking cool. And I surprised her with this gift this morning, and she was over the moon. Very fun. Um, but here's the last piece. Ready? Mm-hmm. I needed a white turtleneck cable sweatshirt to go <laughs> with my orange vest. Is that what you're wearing right now? Yeah. <laughs> So, what do you think this cost? Am I allowed to ask any questions about it to narrow down? There's just such a range. Like that could cost nothing, or it could have cost everything. Like I have no idea. What? What? Which side are you leaning towards? Uh. So okay, based on the knowledge that I already have, which is that you purchase the vest first, as well as a gift for your girlfriend, now fiance. Sorry. Um, you probably were trying to find a good deal on the sweater mm-hmm. and it probably, you probably got a discount. I bet it was eight, $88. You got it on Amazon basics oh. for $35. Wow. Wow. And nobody's even going to know the difference because it's the underpiece to the masterpiece. Dude, very nice. Very well done. And something about buying the last piece of the outfit for $35 made me think that I had been smart. Yeah. <laughs> that I had been, that I had actually, in the end, I had exercised restraint. Right, you you got them. Because don't get me wrong, Julio, there are plenty of, <laughs> plenty of cable cream-colored turtleneck sweat, sweaters that'll cost you a lot more than $35. Oh, yeah. You can say I that found again. a few that I liked. You can say that again. But I didn't buy those. I went for the Amazon Basics because it would arrive in one day. And I got it, and I got my outfit, and this is my outfit. I'm going to walk out <laughs> onto that ski beach with a tray of margaritas for the group, and everyone's going to say, God damn, Fran is living the high life. <laughs> I want to be friends with that guy. People are going to come around and pull up their chairs to our circle. Dude, I like it. And we'll say, mm-mm, not with that outfit, you're not. No, you're not, pal. Yeah. Back to the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, it's the new year and Magic Spoon is perfect for meeting your goals, whether it's eating healthier or saving more time in your morning routine. You guys need to know that Magic Spoon will fit with your New Year's resolutions. And here's the reason. It's good for you. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, you guys know Magic Spoon, so let's just tell you a couple things about how We've been working Magic Spoon into our lives. We've both been trying to eat better. We've been trying to be healthy. It's yeah. a, a nice way to kind of have... Sometimes when I like have been eating healthy, I'll wake up craving a treat, and this sort of will satisfy the craving. Yeah, it's a nice little treat, little treat for us. They have all the fun flavors that we love. That's right. Uh, and it pretty much covers every base of any sort of like delicious cereal that you had as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, to list a few and or all of them, uh, there are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and Francis's favorite. Maple waffle. That's my favorite. Maple waffle, baby. It's uh, got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving, keto-friendly, gluten-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. That's the story, guys. Go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start 
your new year off right. At this point, I would say continue your new year off right. That's right. And if you had not been living your new year right, it's not too late to uh, to turn it around to another new year. Turn it around. I don't know when the Chinese New Year is, but whenever that is, you can start it then too if you want. Magicspoon.com slash oops. Uh, get a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code oops at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product is back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash oops. Use the code oops to save $5 off. Let me, have I talked about Apres Space yet on this? Dude, I want to live to see the day where commercial space flight is as common as like skiing. And I think that there's going to be a big Opry space. <laughs> I want to, and I want to be a part of it. Are you talking about once they've come down and landed after their flight back on Earth, the drinks they'll have? Yeah. Because, or is yes. it like once they've left orbit, what the drinks they'll have up there? Okay. So there's two pieces to this. I, as it is now, my impression, I do not know anything about this, but it seems to me like you just go to space and come back. Like when Jeff Bezos took William Shatner to space, it's like seeing you go up, you come back. That's it. I'm sure that like space stations and orbit and all that shit is in the future, perhaps. But as far as I know, it's a quick up and down and then you can fucking hit the bar. And it's the same concept. It's like that high altitude change makes you vulnerable. Mm. Couple Negron skis mm-hmm. and you're fucking ripped. Yeah. Rocking those moon boots. I'm trying to think of a, a Negroni pun involving space. Yeah. Uh. Well, if it's on the ground, you could call them Negrounskis. <laughs> That's pretty good. Negrounies or whatever. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Dude, know. You just sit in a Cape Canaveral fucking slugging Negronis. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah I've NASA always been... Negronis? So yeah, dude, it's funny. Like, I, there have been right, times... Let's move on. What's up? I, I threw out another pun. Nasagroni? You didn't even give it the time of day. You no, no, just... I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Sorry. I said Nasagronis. That's 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 solid. We were we were in better <laughs> we were in a better spot with the Negrounskis. Negrounski is still my pick. I think is fine. My favorite. Um, Ugh, I feel stupid in this dumb vest dude, now. But the apre ski thing <laughs> is what makes me sad about the fact that I don't ski. The scene. You could still, dude. There's plenty of people that just come for that. I know, but it's just kind of a fucking turkey move. You know what I mean? Why like, don't you start skiing? You guys have fun. I'll just be the in the jacuzzi. I could start skiing. It's just like. It feels like a big undertaking this late. Yeah, but you're an athlete. I think you'd pick it up real quick. And all you got to do is two runs, and then you've earned your spot at the Apres ski scene. And that that's just, uh, like, that's not an actual rule, is it? No, there's, okay. no, there's <laughs> no rule. But as long as you were on the mountain, the key to the Apres ski scene is that you're, you're at least wearing something, probably, that you wore while you were skiing. Got it. Like if I showed up with in this outfit with jeans on, I'd look like an asshole. Got but because it. I'm going to be wearing snow pants and my ski boots, everyone would be like, "Well, yeah, at least I mean, at least he skied." And you will bring your skis with you? Oh yeah, we'll ski right to the the bar. Wow! It's a, you 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 typically do the whole apres ski scene at a bar that's on the mountain. Interesting. And you ski right down. I mean, God, in I I think in. Uh, aspen they've got cloud nine and maybe folly deuce there was one time i went skiing in europe at a place in the the three valleys i think it's mary bell and there's a bar at the top of the mountain that's called folly deuce and it is the most 
bananas place it's cool well they've got a dj with a live electric saxophone player and then a hype man who's spraying champagne all over <laughs> everybody people are dancing on tables and their snow boots okay. ski boots Brunch and you're party. up at the top of the mountain you're at like 10,000 11,000 feet getting fucked up and you have to ski down that's crazy and, that's and there's this like mass exodus here? i think in aspen there's one there's this mass exodus around five six o'clock where people you know have to put their gear back on oh my god and sort of just slide down the mountain <laughs> gingerly ski down the yeah mountain. scary that is fucked up um dude i think you could get into it does hill dog ski does she ever? no neither of us do huh i know it does sound like something that i would enjoy yeah it's great man um dude hill dog also i got a new jacket as well <gasps> hill dog got me a jacket as an early valentine's day gift <sighs> it is a very cool uh and it, it's actually today was the perfect weather for it too it was just so perfect uh, threw that puppy on, but this is something that needs to be addressed. I am vulnerable to the new jacket, uh, like the the capability of losing shit when you have a new item that mm-hmm. you're wearing. Mm-hmm. If you have a new, you don't, you haven't felt out the pockets yet. You don't know, like if you sit in a yeah. weird way, if shit's gonna slide out. Pocket you have depth. to be ultra alert when you have a new jacket because mm-hmm. you will. That is when you're the most likely to lose your shit, mm-hmm. and that's why why you lose shit on vacation. Because you're now you're now storing your things in a new way. Oh, so I, I think, didn't know that. So I don't know that, that that's a thing that I've come up with. I don't know. So true. So have you has has stuff? You're just nervous. Things are going to slide out of kind of. Yeah, you just never know. I always have a lot of shit in my pockets. Right. Um. And not you know it's not clutter. It's things that I need. It's like AirPods, chapstick, wallet, phone, keys, mints, perhaps. <laughs> god forbid you lose your mints (laughs) wait dude by the way i skied one time actually in in quebec Mm. with my best friend growing up ryan yeah right um my two best friends growing up were ryan and matt Mm. very as those are names that were like the name of the generation Mm. and i wonder if by the time they're old if those will then become older person names i wonder or not anyway uh ryan and matt um, but Ryan and I went to Quebec. We cross country skied. It wasn't even downhill skiing. It was cross country skiing. So that's what, when you say you went skiing, that's what you're talking about? Yes. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to give you that. I wore skis and ski, fine. It doesn't You know count. why? Because nobody apres skis their cross country skiing. You got to hydrate. Yeah, yeah. You need fine. a Gatorade and some friggin', you know, an IV because it's so much exercise. I know, but dude, I was like, I was like thirteen. Like, apres ski for me was just like playing NBA Street in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but I fell, and one of my skis went right down into what I believe is the St. Lawrence River. Oh my gosh! And uh, Ryan's stepmother at the time sort of uh, put all of our skis together and brought them back into the rental shop, hoping that they wouldn't notice that we were missing a ski. <laughs> and she was successful. <laughs> And the I old bundle of sticks, and I felt good because I would have felt guilty if they had incurred some large, like large charge on my behalf. Yeah, so that good was for Ryan's mom. What a resourceful lady there, <laughs> Ryan's stepmom. Oh, her oh, at the time. Hello, I know, I know. Um, but dude, good shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited about this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, change into it and come out with a tray of drinks, and I think I'm gonna get some some i might even get applause 
you do have like a propensity for that, like showing up in an outfit yeah. that gets gets applause. Yeah. Garners applause. Yeah. Well, gee, I'm excited to get out to Coloradsky, but I am a little <laughs> I am a little nervous about what to pair with my fantastic my fantastic Moncler vest and my cable sweater. You know? Mm. You can't just have all fun up top and no fun below, which <laughs> Which is why I'll be bringing my trusty old bird diggity dogs. Oh, yeah. My bird dogs. Pants are coming out with me. I think that is the perfect pant to wear with my outfit. Uh, everyone's going to say, wow, this guy's comfortable. This guy's fashionable. I want to hand him a margarita. I want him to remember I bought him a drink just in case he's going places. <laughs> what was it called again? Marguerite ski? No, the Negronski. Oh, the Negronski. Yeah. So I'm going to be rocking my bird dogs, and you should too. They make pants. They make joggers. They make shorts. For all seasons, we love what they make. Birddogs.com, promo code OOPS. Get you something fun with your first order. We love them. Birddogs.com. Go there today. Promo code OOPS. Um, I have a question for you. Please. Do you follow Groundhog Day at all? No. Do you think that that's just a thing that we followed as children or are there adults who are like following up on the progress of the groundhog seeing his shadow or not? His I, or her I don't. Um, I mean, you, you know, you talk about let's let's talk about some of the things that the customs that we put in, you know, in, stock in, whether it's I guess customs might not be the right word, but things that people follow in terms of determining what's to come. Right. Whether mm-hmm. it's a astrology or you know i don't know are there other ceremonies like that that predict like in our culture i can't really think of any that are that predict the outcome but where everybody's kind of like all right like no one really believes this well that's <laughs> that's like, exactly that's my point well, let's just extend it to any holidays like the, the the theory that santa comes or or you know any of the things the easter bunny <laughs> I mean, as far as those things and customs go, Groundhog's Day is the most absurd one. Well, no, but dude, okay, what about this? It's absurd. I I would argue that it's the least absurd because at least the fucking groundhog's real. Yeah, but the idea that he's he's seeing his (laughs) shadow and then he goes back in to his hole. I mean, who's even reading his behavior? Why? Who? Who did we appoint to be the reader of whether or not he saw his shadow? They have. A, they conduct a ceremony. Yeah, and Punxsutawney. I mean, I know all this from the movie, which, by the way, is one of the great movies it's an amazing movie. ever made. It's a really good movie. Um, dude, Ryan, what's up? How accurate do you think um, the Groundhog is? 50-50? Less than fifty-fifty. Thirty-nine percent of the time. The, uh, the groundhog gets it correct. But, so but what, what is, is it that, again? What does that mean? It's six more weeks of winter, right? I don't even know. So it yeah. So it derives from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if the groundhog emerges from its burrow and it sees its shadow, it will retreat to the den, and winter will go on for six more weeks. If it does not see it, spring will arrive early. Yeah, got so it. So thirty nine percent of the time. I can never place that, but Ryan made the point before. If someone put a gun to his head and asked him about, like, which one was which, if he saw the shadow, did that mean winter was ending or not? Like, 
we agreed that it was confusing. Oh, you can figure that out. That's easy. But it does make sense. It makes sense that that is the correct way. Yeah, that's what he, I would have guessed. Yeah, he sees his shadow. He's scared. Nobody wants more winner. That's right. that's a that bad omen. That's the idea. So, dude, but this is the thing. Okay, Santa, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, these people all definitely come. They always come. Unless your parents are like savages and like want to teach you some lesson. You've been really bad. Like you banged your mom or something. Like I can't imagine an outcome where you oh, get charcoal. Santa's here. not coming this year, you incestuous yeah. little bad boy. <laughs> no, I didn't ever do it again. I never bang mom again. But she was looking really hot. Dude, I'm just saying, like, who's getting charcoal? Like, are you serious? Well, definitely the mom, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> the mom, dude. Charcoal um, and a fucking you know pinch in the clink <laughs> so but dude, down in county for a couple years at least the these figures are Heavy all counseling <laughs> these all fake fi- these fake figures are all associated with holidays they're not like predicting any sort of outcome like is there anything is there any other thing that shows up and they're like oh god he's here this is the moment and then he leaves and they're like, all right, this is going to happen. I'm now. not sure that we are, we have that in our culture, but Puxy I do, Phil. I know that in, I think in Chinese culture, there's a lot of, I was thinking that, uh, sort of predictions and good fortune. And right. if this will mean luck and this will mean you'll have a, uh, a, a year where you make a lot of money, whatever there's, there's tons stuff of stuff like that. like that. Um, which would be cool. I'd be more, I'd like that. I'd like to adopt some more stakes into our holidays. You know, I'm open to it. I was wondering this, like, is there some sort of lineage where, like, somebody is pegged to be the next Puxatani Phil, like the way the Dalai Lama? Mm. And do you think that the, like, there's pressure on the fucking, you know. The hog? On the hog to perform? Like, are some groundhogs considered greaters than others? <laughs> like Pope John Paul II or whatever? Well, I wonder what they would should do is track their records. <laughs> right, like, it, their percentage. Overall, the groundhog's been 39%. Yeah, that's not a great look, but maybe there was one just totally idiotic groundhog that constantly got it wrong and then there any <laughs> groundhog that it's over 50 percent is considered a legend right it's a very it's a very measurable yeah it's like sports gambling outcome it's, yeah. it's like you know you, you can't be like oh well he at least he was charismatic it's like it doesn't matter if he got it done he got it done if he didn't he when didn't. is groundhog's day i chris said it was february 2nd is that correct yeah so chris, how the hell did you know that he doesn't know. Chris is shaking let's, his head. Let's put it this way. That <laughs> means that if on that day the groundhog sees his shadow, then we will have six more weeks of winter, which would bring us to mid-March. I mean, and you're talking about Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, right? I believe which so. I assume is a, is probably on a similar latitude to, to New York, uh, but but maybe not. I don't know. The point is, when has spring ever arrived <laughs> before mid-march i was thinking that too what dude. are you talking about like wh- i don't of course of course there's six more weeks of winter right, right. so anytime i mean the, the groundhogs should just hedge he should hedgehog there you go and bet that there's going to be six more weeks of winter i mean if he just saw his shadow every single time i feel like his numbers would be a lot better right that is pretty that is pretty solid. I don't know. That's my theory on that. That's pretty solid. Is it is it as is it as northern as New York, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania? I'm assuming because again, in the, in the movie, there was a huge snowstorm on that day. We're looking into it. Um, 
Dude, oh, fuck, I had a thought about the groundhog thing, and I forget. And don't you hate when that happens? Sure do. You have a good one, and sure it just leaves you. Sure do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like Pittsburgh-ish. Here's a question. If, if Groundhog Day, the, yeah, yeah, similar latitude, were, I think it's latitude, could be longitude. No, I think it is latitude. Yeah. Um, If Groundhog Day were to happen to you. And I, would re- I was just repeating the same day. Yeah, what would you do? What would you do? I think I would do some version of what they do in all the movies. Like, I thought that Palm Springs was a really good sort of reboot of the concept mm-hmm. did you, did you i did it? watch it did i thought like it was it? I, I liked it it it, it troubled me yeah weirdly. same I, it troubled me. same same it left me with a a sense of unease yeah i was like ooh, this is like really you go through all the motions like all right let's see if i can do the craziest thing and i'll get i'll die and then mm-hmm. oh but it hurts it hurts every time you die like yeah. whatever um uh i don't know I, I would probably just start exhausting all the options like everybody else and kind of end up in this kind of like nihilistic, uh, nothing matters state where I sat in the pool drinking martinis every day. Yeah. And destroying weddings and shit for fun. Yeah. I think, I think what you, what the problem is, is that you're limited in, in, in terms of how far you can go. Right. You have, you wake up in the same spot every day. You have to start from there, which means you can't, really go see the world i know that's you a bummer. can't uh i mean you're limited in terms of the skills you can even learn you know he gets really good at the piano and i think that's something i would try to do right get really yeah that's true because then you can actually measure progress in your life despite the fact that everyone else is on pause right and then you just become yeah and also like it's fun to just develop little projects within the game. It's like when you beat a video game and you create your own game within the game. I was talking about this. Mm. Uh like with Bill Murray when he tries to like sleep with the the girl and like yeah. he figures out all the I don't know. It, which seems like super fucked up, but I guess it's a completely mm-hmm. fictional. Mm-hmm. Uh but it is a troubling scenario in general. Yeah. I would prefer to not have I to. I don't do think it. that's Yeah. They well, do a great job in that movie of tracking his feelings about what's happening to him yeah no and making you realize oh this would not be a good situation it is an interesting thing yeah all right well dude i have been so i I think either last week or the week before i was complaining about my overall sort of like not not energy levels but kind of my desire to do anything (laughs) at all um sorry to laugh at you but that's great i like that i was struggling to to have the will to do anything and I was sort of bogged down by this edit. Um, it was just taking forever. And every time I would finish a three or four hour session, I would have nothing to show for it. And but but still, I'm building towards things that will feel good, but not having not quite gotten there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I've a few things have happened where I've now gone the complete opposite direction. I'm no longer sleeping much, but in like a way that like my brain's racing and I wake up with energy. Mm-hmm. I've entered like the opposite manic state wow. where I'm sleeping like five hours a night feeling, feeling rested still. Benjamin Franklin. I don't know what's, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, like it's just a couple of these edits where I'm like, oh my God. And like, honestly, I'm not even comfortable sharing how much time I've spent on it because everybody listening, hopefully will watch it. And if it sucks, you'll be like, oh, that's sad. How much time you spent on that, dude? <laughs> dude, it's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, you're working on yourself quite directly yeah no it's true and it's cool i i'm pressure, i i, guess. I, I really admire the fact that you take on the edit yourself because i just no matter what i can't do it 
Dude, I, I just truly, can't edit. I don't think that I, I would prefer not to, but I just truly don't think that I would be able to afford how much it would cost to have someone else edit this. Huh. Just because of the amount of time it would require. Yeah. Still for me and from them, it would just start to get into a territory of being unaffordable. Mm-hmm. And somebody I know who works in Unscripted says that. He's like, the editing is the most expensive thing in, in yeah. Unscripted. Right. Which makes sense. Um, but anyway, so dude, I just have all this fucking energy. I've been staying up late. It's this weird, I've entered this weird new zone where I can, and it's making me a little concerned. I'm like, does this mean there's something wrong with me? <laughs> like, mm. I'm not um, really a mood swingy type of guy, right. usually. Well, what do you think? I think as long as you still hit your marks each day, you know, you, you whether it's you exercise and you eat three normal meals and yeah. have some structure, it doesn't really matter when those things happen. You know, it's almost like you've you've traveled to a different time zone within your own apartment based on your work schedule. Right. Well, dude, what do you think about this? I I ordered groceries. Uh, we ordered groceries, and uh, yeah, they're a little expensive. Sometimes when you order, it can end up being a thing where like I, I hate ordering groceries. I don't love it either because you don't get to pick out the avocados you want. Dude, there's so many things wrong with it. You get to feel, you don't get to feel which ones are the ripest, which ones are yours. There, there's there's so many things wrong with it. Agreed. Like that all the fees, the we don't have this and then they just pick something else that isn't the thing you wanted. Now you have cinnamon popcorn. It's like, bro, I don't want this. You know what I mean? Uh but <laughs> being that it was so expensive, um, and it wasn't, maybe it wasn't, Dude, even I got to stop you. I'm so hot right now. <laughs> I, I am dying. So dude, so now I'm kind of on some thing where I'm like, all right, if I just eat my meals out at a place where like, you know, a salad place where you order at the counter or like a kava kind of place, right. Mm-hmm. That will cost X, Y, Z amount of money. The idea of ordering groceries, making a mess, spending time preparing food and having that cost the same amount of money as just eating salads that I bought from somewhere bothers me. I'm like, if I'm going to spend the idea of this, you pay to have someone else prepare it. You pay more for that because it's a convenience. Uh-huh. So to buy groceries and have them cost the same. Okay. I'm, why, I'm why is it the same though? I don't understand what you're buying that buying groceries is somehow the same as buying food out. So what will end up happening is I would, and Hillary maybe isn't, isn't going to like what I'm about to say, but like, she really enjoys having fresh food in the house, having a home. This is all stuff that's correct. That's great. This is all stuff that's correct. Person to live with. A hundred percent. Need that. It's great. You know what I mean? But like, she's not as like, as thinking about, you know, is this worth the money? She's kind of like, this is a thing that's worth spending money on. I, I agree. She's right. She's right about that. Not to mention she prepares it all and does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. She'll make this. I, I post this on my Instagram. She'll make a fucking gigantic salad that will eat for a couple days and like all the, and she prepares squash and all these vegetables and fruit. And like, I feel like a fucking adult. It's amazing. Okay. Um, however, I don't think she's thinking about the, like, okay, if this breaks down how much per meal, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm, I'm in the zone now where like, I, I have like two or three more meals to go before this will have paid for itself in mm-hmm. an appropriate way. And I'm struggling to find options to eat. I see. And I find myself kind of like in, foraging through the kitchen. Yeah making shit that is crazy <laughs> i know that feeling and you know is it i don't know is this relatable at all it is it is and, okay. and and i have one big um 
thought for you, which is that when you order groceries, you should cook with the purpose of having leftovers. Because that will mean that for one big cooking session and cleaning session, you will have a dinner and then two lunches. Right. And then that means that your labor cost, let's call it, is watered down substantially across those three meals. And that's where you start to get your value back with groceries. Makes sense. I find. Yeah, that is a solid. Cook for the week. Yeah. Food prep, all that shit. You know, I I used to do, when I was, you know, a single guy, I wasn't much of a cook at all. And I would do at the beginning of the week a huge pot of quinoa with chicken stock and diced up carrots and onions and celery uh just in it and it would be i mean it'd be a pot that would serve like 20 people and i would just eat that as my carbohydrate all week long mm, and, and i the you know you get pretty sick of it yeah but it's filling and it's healthy and you cook it one time and you've got that for the week that's solid stuff like that you find staples to add to your diet that just kind of make that that cut down on the amount of time you spend yeah yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm learning to enjoy the sort of domestic lifestyle. It's nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's not that you're. It's not that you're having your wings clipped. It's that you've realized life can be a little more comfortable when you just keep your wings in the coop at your side. There's nothing wrong with the coop. Nothing wrong with the coop. <laughs> all right, all right. That's it. What a fun uh, pod, oh, boy. So to sum it all up, I bought a new vest. <laughs> is really what that uh that was for a lot of that episode uh follow oops the podcast send us your emails uh oops the podcast at gmail.com i'll be in hasbrook heights i think it's rutherford county i don't know hasbrook heights new jersey bananas comedy club february 18th and 19th francisells.com for tickets g I'm going to be at Panama City Beach uh, February 26th at Harpoon Harry's. Harpoon and Harry's. then Longboards also in Panama City Beach on February 27th. Um, come see us at City Winery in Boston. That's right. March 24th. Tickets for that also available. Oopspodcast.com. Oopfrancisellis.com. Anywhere you want. Um, and that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us. We will see you on Thursday. <laughs>